0: Have you ever looked around you and been uh, appalled at the things that you do in your own life, the things that you know that are wrong before the Lord, but yet you cannot, you seem to not be able to get control over them? Uh, we're going to talk about that today. So if you've got your Bible handy, um, go ahead and open it up to the book of Acts in the New Testament. And we're going to talk today about what it means to live holy, private, Lives. My name is Heidi St. John, and I'm here today with my friend Dorinda Wilson. And uh, we want to talk to you about a big word. Mm -hmm. Uh, The word is sanctification. Now, some people, you know, I went to Bible college. And sanctification was a big word in Bible college. Right. You know, a lot of people debated it. You mm-hmm. know, it's, there were lordship <laughs> issues. And, you know, it's the, the, the people at the Bible college would like to sit around and talk in big fancy words and think that we're important. But really, sanctification is pretty simple it's it just is. growing in right relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Are we trying to become more like Christ? Are we growing in godliness? Are we growing in our walk with the Lord? And so, one of the things that Jay and I like to talk to our kids about are these big words so that we can demystify them Mm -hmm. and have our kids know, you know what? It's actually pretty simple. It is. God is saying, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm -hmm. If you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, follow me in your day-to-day living. And I have noticed, and I've been talking to my husband about this recently, and actually, um, I made what felt like almost a confession uh, a few weekends ago, I spoke in Phoenix, Arizona for the state convention there. And we were talking about what's happening in the culture and my observation that Christians have really lost our place. Mm-hmm. We don't have a place at the table really mm-hmm. anymore. And I think a lot of the reason for that is that we are not, uh, we have not lived set apart lives. Mm-hmm. We are known for hypocrisy mm-hmm. in many cases. Mm-hmm. And I, the Lord really did business with me, uh, I want to say it's about 6 months ago I was watching a series of drama on Netflix that I actually really enjoyed and mm-hmm. it was something that it was like a it literally was a guilty pleasure. Right? <laughs> <Because> <laughs> like in my heart I was like I probably shouldn't be watching this. And I don't want you guys to get the wrong idea okay I wasn't like watching you know Debbie does Dallas I wasn't watching <laughs> porno okay we're not talking about that. <laughs> uh but I was I was watching something that I knew in my heart wasn't wasn't pleasing to right, the Lord. Right. But I justified it. I thought you know I'm not I'm not You know, I know that stuff is wrong and it's not changing how I, you know, it's not changing how I walk out my salvation. It certainly isn't changing my parenting. And the story was so good. That's what's really frustrating about movies today and shows. Like you can have a really good storyline, but you got to wade through a lot of junk to get there, to actually see what happens at the end of the story. You know, so I'm like hanging on this, every episode of this thing, this, this, um, television show that I was watching on Netflix and, uh. Before I hit the road, um, my speaking season is from about February until August. I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. Praise the Yay. Lord. I'm almost done. And the Lord really said to me, how can you get out there mm-hmm. in front of people and talk about me when you're not living, when your private life, mm-hmm. you're allowing yourself to watch things that you know in your heart to be ungodly. hmm and I really, I mean, here I just confess this in front of 5,000 people you right. know, in Phoenix because I'm, I'm keynoting for their convention and, um, you could almost hear a hush fall over the room. And I, I don't, I didn't take that as a condemnation, sort of a hush. Right. I think it's a holy hush right? where you just go shoot, <laughs> you know, Yeah, I'm doing that too. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage you, um, today, uh, to grow in sanctification, to grow in, your life as a believer privately, the things right. that you do when no one else is watching. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. How do I respond before the Lord? What kinds of music am I listening to? What kinds of... When I was a kid, the big thing was soap operas. Mm-hmm. You remember that? And you know, oh, A lot yeah. of our mothers yes. were addicted. You know, Days <laughs> of Our Lives, General Hospital, <laughs> you know, uh, those are the only two that I can really think of. But, uh, And I, someone said to me, you know, when I was about 16 years old, is that really honoring the Lord? And at the time, I knew it wasn't. Right. And it isn't. In comparison to what's on TV today, it's so true. Right? I mean, that stuff was Mm -hmm. child's play Mm -hmm. considering what we allow today. But as you can see, it's this progressive numbing to holiness Mm -hmm. and a desire to be godly in our lives that allows that Mm -hmm. spiral Mm -hmm. really to happen.
1: It does. And I think being aware of that is really important. Um, bringing it before the lord and asking him what he wants mm-hmm. is important cuz I I'm, and I know you're totally all about mm-hmm. not being legalistic about these things. Absolutely. that we have freedom Absolutely. in Christ, but to just be do the simple thing of asking him first yep. if if this is if this is okay or not or mm-hmm. you know that what is it um it talks about um you know basically seeking him first mm-hmm. and acknowledging him mm-hmm. in all of our ways mm-hmm. and one of the ways we do that is just saying hey lord my whole life is open up to you yes. including what i watch on netflix yes so could you just let me know if there's something that i should okay, be Okay so doing? let me wade
0: into something that's a little bit okay. controversial cuz um, you know, you know me. I'm mm-hmm. I'm like the the antithesis of a legalist, right? Like the legalism in my family growing up mm-hmm. was suffocating, right? It was. We were known for the things that we did not do, mm-hmm. and we had very staunch rules. And yet, my parents' marriage was mm-hmm. a sham.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: for under all of these rules and regulations, right. our family was very very unhappy. Right. right. And so, as I began to uh, come into my own as an adult and walk with the Lord for myself. I realize God's not saying you can't drink right. and you can't do all these things, that, but there's a downside to right. that, right? You you can open yourself up to um, temptation, right? Um, and I think, like for example, alcohol. I am not. I don't think alcohol is a sin at all. Mm-hmm. The Bible has a lot to say about being drunk, right? Right. I listened to a pastor. Uh, several weeks ago, where was he at? Um, at Debbie Lindell's church, James River Church in Springfield. Friend of mine, uh, these wonderful people who run a wonderful church there. And I was listening to him actually responding to the culture. Mm-hmm. He was talking about a culture in decline, in mm-hmm. spiritual decline, which I think w- it, this is not up for debate, right? right? I mean, I think we can all say, <laughs> yeah, the culture is in decline. As, right. We're definitely in a spiritual decline. And one could argue in decline in a lot of other ways as well. But let's, right. for the sake of what we're talking about today, we'll stick with spiritual decline. right? So he says, how many of you are having four glasses of wine a night mm-hmm. because after all God gave you freedom right to do that and it it really convicted me. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? He's right. Like we we've we've gone from where we do not do not touch, do not eat, right. do not do not do right. not to the pendulum swings. Right. And now we're over here and there right. are churches in Seattle and instead of teaching God's word on Sunday morning, they're doing beer making classes. Right. And I have to go like I'm not anti-beer, <laughs> but I have to go
1: Really? really? Is yeah. that
0: that's how you're living out exactly. your obedience to the Lord. That's, that's how you're right. becoming godly is right. by, instead of, we were going to walk through the book of 1
1: John, but instead we're going to teach you how to make beer. <laughs> I just think that's an abuse of your freedom. It really is. It really is. I My, my grandma has always said, she's 89 years old, she's always said, Moderation in everything. Yep. and I think should, you know. Obviously, we love Jesus to no end, and mm-hmm. that's you know mm-hmm. that's not um that's not being mo- we don't want to be moderate in that. Yes. <laughs> but as far as our freedoms go, yeah, like you're talking about a glass of wine or yeah. a TV show or a movie or whatever, mm-hmm. we really just need to be listening to the Holy Spirit. Yes. What is He telling us? And when He tells you stop, just stop. stop. It's yeah. and that's what self control is all mm-hmm. about. It's not about, gee, I'm going to have self control to live out all these rules on this mm-hmm. list here it's really about self-control to be able to stop when the holy spirit says stop and yes. and i'll often use this with our kids when when they they've done something that they shouldn't have done and we're talking about it and they're trying to justify it on this end and that end and the other end and why it was okay and all of a sudden and, and i just finally just cut through all of it and just say listen was there any point at which you felt like you were doing something wrong mm-hmm. and and Every and they almost time time always say they will yes. say yes. Yeah. And I will say that was the holy spirit telling yeah. you to stop. And mm-hmm. if you ignore that, mm-hmm. you're going to become desensitized. Yes. And that's what we've done. Mm-hmm. We've become
0: desensitized as a mm-hmm. culture. We've, we're not listening to the holy spirit anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think we and we've seen this in generations past, mm-hmm. right? The pendulum always swings. Absolutely. We, we were over on this side that there, there's the ditch of legalism, right? And there's a ditch of freedom. Mm-hmm. Where we've gone so far that we we're no longer our hearts aren't burdened by the fact that God said if you've had three glasses of wine or some of you you know listening to this you, one glass of wine is enough for you right and you know that if you have two glasses of wine you're not going to be able to talk straight yeah. anymore or none
1: or none I know some people of you have alcohol that absolutely ru- alcoholism runs in their family and they're just saying you know what I'm just going to play it safe and I say yep. good for you good for you that is awesome but it's
0: listening to the Spirit and I I think that it's exactly what you're saying the devil doesn't care which ditch he knocks mm-hmm. you into as long as you're in a ditch. Right, so you could be in the ditch of legalism and just going, you know, I'm so amazing and look at me because right. I don't do any of these things. Da 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 da. Here's <laughs> my list. Or you're in the ditch of freedom right. where you're acting foolishly and you're not walking in right relationship with the Lord exactly. and you're not listening to His Spirit. Yep, both of them are both foolishness. of them are foolishness. It's it's a ditch. I love this. I was reading um, about the, uh, the this one gentleman's definition of sanctification and he said it's the same as growing in the Lord or spiritual maturity. God started. The work of making us like Christ, and He's continuing it through the work of His Holy Spirit in our lives. This type of sanctification is to be pursued earnestly mm-hmm. by every believer, and is affected by the application of the Word.
1: Wow, right?
0: It's affected by whether or not we're in the, we're in God's Word. Mm-hmm. So, are you in the Word of God, or are you not? And when you are, at least, uh, and I'm I know that you're going to agree with me on this. I, um, when I'm doing something wrong, mm-hmm. I know it, right? You know, I, I can hear the Lord just by like, mm. Heidi, come on, Right. you know, this isn't my heart for you. This isn't what I have for you. Mm-hmm. And I think so often, uh, we become numb. It's like what we were talking about a couple of uh, episodes ago, the issue of abortion in this country, right. we've become numb to it. right? And I think we can, I actually think we can become hardened and desensitized right. to the voice of God.
1: We can. And you know, we're talking about the whole issue of self control and living these holy lives in our private lives. Mm-hmm. And the opposite of self control is self indulgence. And we can yes, see all around us that the, our, our world and even much of the church ha- is completely self indulgent. Yes. And, it, and it's idolatry. And it, yep. it is just worshiping what I want when I want yep. it. And, and God says that's and not good for We're using you. the
0: freedom which Christ died to give us mm-hmm. as an excuse. To right. live a self-indulgent life, exactly. What what a tragedy! It is. What a tragedy in the church. And I think where we lose our um, our place at the table mm-hmm. of of the culture. That's right. When we become hypocritical, right? So yep. I mean, honestly, you know, marriages. I think of all the I, many, many pastors that Jay and I have known in ministry over the years whose marriages did not survive, mm-hmm. and they don't just fall apart overnight. No. They really don't, you know. You, you got a pastor up there. He's saying the right things. Everything looks right. It looks good. Hey, church is growing. And all of a sudden, right. one day, boom. Right. He's having an affair with and the secretary. And everyone's shocked. And everyone's shocked. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, this was an, an issue in his own That's private right. life of not mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit. That's right. And it's stuff like that that makes Christians lose their position in the
1: marketplace and lose their position in the culture exactly and and you know i know a lot of moms are listening and mm-hmm. we walk again we walk this out before our kids we mm-hmm. tell them this is what christianity looks like Mm-hmm. Am I screaming at my kids all the time? Uh-huh. And I'm not saying I never have, right, <laughs> right, right, because I have. Mm-hmm. But am I going back? And am I going back? Is it to... a pattern? Exactly. It's not. It, the question the is not: Do you or sin? the rule? Yes.
0: It's. It's. Is this a pattern in my
1: life? Is right. this what I'm
0: always doing? Or exactly. do I occasionally lose my temper? Do I occasionally exactly. whatever it is? Yeah. And
1: sometimes you get on a roll and you start to get into a habit, and yep. you have to break that habit. You yeah. Know? And in, and God, by His Holy Spirit, can help us with. Yeah. that. And that's all about self control.
0: It is. Yeah. It's and self control and. And yielding to the Spirit. So, I guess I, I want to give our listeners a chance today to just be still before the Lord and do what David did. Mm-hmm. David said, Search me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, try me and see if there's anything in me that needs to be changed. Is there That's something right. I need to confess before the Lord? Is there something I need to confess to somebody else?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I know that for me, my husband is a wonderful sounding board, and um, many friends, I mean, you've been a good sounding board for mm-hmm. me also. And if I feel like I am falling away from God's call or God's purpose in my life, I'm better off to hear that at the get-go, right? You know, when I when I first hear that little (laughs) voice, than six months into it, right? When it's a much
1: harder, yeah, when it's much harder to feel. And I had told you the story the other day that I apparently was being really snarky with the family (laughs) for (laughs) a few days before my husband decided to tell me about it, and and then I was really upset because he hadn't told me earlier, and he said, "Well, I didn't want to tell you earlier because it'll make you cry," and it did make me (laughs) cry. And it did make you cry. And that's actually exactly what I needed. I needed to feel that, and I needed to repent, and I needed to. Say I was sorry to everybody yep. and clear the air and it was so much
0: better. It's so much better. Um, and and I think we need to be concerned about our witness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we different from the world? That's do we right. do we look different? Are we living lives that are mm-hmm. set apart? And it starts at home. It does. It starts in the privacy of our own homes, in the privacy of our bedrooms where no one else can see us mm-hmm. and no one else can hear us. That's right. What are we doing mm-hmm. in our private walk with the Lord? And we can't how can we expect to be effective for the gospel? You're right. If we can't live a life that's that's holy and set mm-hmm. apart for the Lord, he died so that we could be free. Mm-hmm. And let's not use that freedom to abuse the name
1: of Christ. That's right. And, and, you know, just being faithful in those little things every day, I think, is what makes us shine. hmm before mm-hmm. others. Because if you're if you're walking that out at home in your everyday life, when you go out, it's going to be natural for you to just keep living that out. And yeah. people are going to see that and go, whoa, you yeah. know, why is that person so different? Yeah. How could they be patient with that jerky person over there? Yeah. Why did they respond so well? Mm-hmm. They're going to ask questions and mm-hmm. we can have a we can have ready a reason yeah, for the hope that we is. have. It is the hope. It's the power of God. I want to leave
0: you today with uh, Philippians 3, verses 12 to 14. I love the honesty of Paul. You know, Paul is just known for his brutal honesty. Um, and he now he's likening his walk with the Lord to a runner in a race. And he says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. Mm-hmm. So I love that. He's like, yeah. look, I get it right i'm struggling too yeah,
1: absolutely here's
0: where he here's where he nails it but i press on to possess mm. that perfection for which christ jesus first possessed me no dear brothers and sisters i have not achieved it but i focus on this one thing forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus mm. is calling us. So Paul had a pretty healthy dissatisfaction with himself, even <laughs> though he was a mature Christian, right? <laughs> right? He would neither focus on his past failure, but would, or would allow himself to become discouraged after he did fall, he kept pressing on. Right. And I think that's what we were talking about a couple mm-hmm. of days ago mm-hmm. is, idea that we need to press on anyway. Mm -hmm. So press on toward the goal that God has called you heavenward in Christ Jesus, Busy Moms. We'll see you back here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.